0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's got to say it. Why do you think we're wrong for comparing Obama to Trump?
1: Why do I think you're wrong? Yeah. Well, First of all, look at the history of Trump. Trump was a racist when he was a lot younger. He refused to rent to minorities, whether you were black or Hispanic. That started in New York City. And he never denounced that. He never said, you know what, I'm sorry I was wrong. He never said any of that. And you, you people are saying Trump is a good president. How can he be a good president? First of all, he started out with saying, attempting to say something about the Bible. Remember one thing. God allowed Pharaoh to be on the scene because he wanted to show who Pharaoh truly was. He told Moses, Moses, he's going to lie to you. He's going to deny it each and every time you look at Trump, he's a liar. Okay. You ladies are saying that he's a good president versus Obama. If Obama wasn't a good president, then how did he make it in for a second term? Are all those millions of people black and white and Latino that voted for him was wrong? I'm asking you to look at what you're saying before you say it. You have a man that was in office for eight years that tried to do the best he could do. He didn't stand up and say, you know what, it's all I do is I care about the rich. We're going to take away a certain amount of the earned income credit. We're going to take away from seniors. We're going to take away from this. And we're going to give people that already have millions tax credits and give them a reason and a way to say, oh, I get to have more money coming from the government. The pyramid cannot be the rich holding up the rest of the country because there's very few of them versus more working people, more working class people in this country. So when you go back again and you look at where Pharaoh was, Pharaoh refused to acknowledge who Moses was. President Trump tried to get on the radio and TV and say something about the book of Corinthians. So are you you asserting
0: that Obama was Moses? Pardon me? Are you asserting that
1: Obama was Moses? No, I'm not saying Obama was Moses. I'm giving you an example Moses and Pharaoh, Trump, and President Obama.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Maybe Nancy Pelosi is Moses? And this. But she. Maybe she's the trans Moses. Okay, hold on. So rich people hire people. Mm-hmm. Right. R- rich people. Yeah. I mean, they employ people. And maybe right? because maybe it wasn't because they were black or Latino. Maybe it was because they couldn't afford or couldn't pass the credit checks to live in the places that he was building. And they just maybe, happened to be maybe black Maybe they Latino. couldn't live up to the standards that were set. Right. So we're just supposed to move the goalposts. Is yeah. that what Charles was saying? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't ever remember saying that Trump is the greatest president ever and Obama was horrible. I distinctly remember stating that there were more than 3 impeachable offenses by that particular administration and there were none for this. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, well hey, here we are. Everyone's <laughs> welcome here. I want to take this opportunity to um to remind you that our last theological caller that we just had, clearly a theologian, um I want you to remember this holiday season that you will likely encounter family members who are equally as passionate. And I want to give you a tool, all right, a couple of them. One, decide right now, right this second that your your relationship with that person is more important than being right about politics. Secondly, you can arm yourself with a website Called promiseskept.com. And you can type it out on a little card and hand that to that person and say, I really do want to have this conversation with you after the holidays. But in the meantime, here's a website for you to check out so that you're actually equipped with knowledge about what this president has done for the nation so far, and particularly minorities. Along those lines, I was thinking about the reason for the season a few days ago. I was actually on my way to a GOP event and I thought about the impeachment and basically the entirety of President Trump's tenure thus far and the assault on legitimacy. You just heard our last caller refer back to uh, and I'm not I have no proof and evidence that this is something that President Trump practiced um as a uh, as a tenant lord okay i have no idea if he in fact made it harder for minorities so i cannot speak to that and i normally don't talk about things that i have no knowledge of um but i will say this it people do evolve and that's something we hate we hate giving people an opportunity to redeem themselves And legitimacy has been the number one question of this presidency because just like with gangbangers, we all want to be legit. We all want to belong. We all want to be legitimized. We all want a place where our lives matter, all of us. And the assault against us is really the assault against trust, trust between us as Americans, neighbors, families, friends, coworkers. And I thought of just how bloodthirsty we are you know, my drive to this event, we're simply not wired for forgiveness and mercy. It's not in our human, or as some would call it, fallen nature. It's just not. As a minister, when I personally think of the reason for this season, as pagan as it may be, I don't let the religious ones hijack my joy or reminiscing of the love affair God has with us through the birth of his love into this earth. I don't let calendar dates and ceremonial practices rob me of my wonder as to how someone Something so perfect could dare wish to join this fallen, disgusting, faithless, godless, idolatrous place and sit down on the mercy seat of life to extend to us fellowship and intimacy with him through one thing, forgiveness. I'm inspired this season, meaning that I have no reason at all to look around the landscape of this country and see anything to rejoice over outside of the list of campaign promises President Trump has in fact fulfilled And to celebrate the opportunities birthed for others out of the promises being kept. And while campaign promises kept are important, and I believe a gift from God, when it involves our liberty, our safety, and our progress toward justice, peace, and order, I can't stop there this season because my heart's not big enough to forgive the grievances of the world without the author of forgiveness and freedom. It's just not. And neither is yours. My heart is not big enough to say I forgive you for slandering and assaulting the psyche and the heart of my nation to those who do so out of partisan idolatry. It's just not big enough without provocation from above, without calling to memory what has been done for me since the foundation of the world. The way out was made before I ever took my first breath. The way in was insured by the ransom paid for my life, for my hope and my joy and yours. Mm. And that really is the reason for the season. Forgiveness, family, love, life. So just sit down at the dinner table, take a big old gulp of your wine (laughs) and shove all of the politics down and just have a nice dinner and a nice holiday with your family because not everyone can do that. Okay, monicamatthews.com. twitter monica on air talk my new facebook page is moni matthews m-o-n-i matthews thank you so much for sharing my work sharing my podcast with others i really appreciate you guys it's 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 my heart's desire to become a national uh brand podcast um someone who's trusted by my fellow patriots and someone who is um it was held in regard of hey man we're all in this together <laughs> so every time you share my podcast it really blesses me all right be good to others beginning in your own mirror and remember if you're an American act like one